party people uh took a little time off travel west coast running around um some weird acid trips you know all, all the good things in life that should be you know the rule on doing drugs is if it's going to cause you to suck a dick you don't do it so you stick with shrooms acid and uh and marijuana those are the safe ones no one's sucking dick just for those drugs this is Talking During Movies, the podcast where we take key quotes and moments from a film to drive a conversation. The uh, supremely affluent one, uh, the Tesla driver, the man with the pool, he, uh, he couldn't make it today, but stepping in on short, short notice, fighting through technical difficulties, random stoppages, and everything else that happens in this crazy world we live in, our dear friend, the man who runs this place, who invites us into the dive bar every time he says, please, yes, of course you can come in, fucking maniacs. Matt, how are you, sir? Doing well, how are you? Ah, oh, fantastic, fantastic. This episode of Talking During Movies is brought to you by the one and only, it doesn't taste, it doesn't look like meat, it smells like meat. It kind of tastes like meat, but it's vegetables. We're here to trick you. It's the meatless burger. That's right. For all those for all those vegetarians that just, they're like, you know what? I, I don't like the cruelty of meat, but I like the smell and taste of it. We've chemically engineered something that will not only have you thinking you're eating a burger, your shits will smell like burgers too. It's amazing. What it does to your insides, the way it destroys you is absolutely epic. So I'd like to say, enjoy that meatless burger from Burger King or any one of your local vegan shops and understand that you're filling your body with poison. And you know, it's, it's always the heroin addict that goes, yeah, you know, uh, uh, that, that meat, that'll kill you. That'll kill you. That'll kill you. As they're shooting up heroin. It's like, yeah, that heroin, oh, uh, this is different, bro. Like, no animals were harmed in making this heroin. It's like a, taking a long drag of their cigarettes. It's like, that, that'll kill you. Ugh. You know, that, that meat's bad for you. Okay, tell me how that uh, throat hole goes for you later <laughs> on in life there, champ. So today we're going to do something random. Uh, we were going to do Gleaming the Cube. I want to wait till the dick man gets back here to do that because that is just going to be uh, a lot of fun. It's a, uh, it's a classic. So I typed in Bad Milo because I thought that'd be fun and, and we could just have some sophomoric humor. As I type in Bad Milo, one, eating out sloppy seconds came up on Amazon as a prime movie available. And I was like, well, you know, I don't want to torture Matt too much. And then uh, as I'm cruising down, there's eating out one and two and three. Um, and then I saw Zombie Isle. So this movie is, and this is all we're going off of, folks. This is just random fun. In the late 70s, 
a group of college students, and a professor ventured into an uninhabited island for a day of exploration flora, fauna, and co-ed fun. That's, uh, that is any 70s movie, any TV MA. That's code for booze. Probably some butt crack. Okay? So they've been, the class trip begins with a grisly nightmare as the students and faculty discover they are stranded and the island is crawling with ravenous, flesh-eating ghouls reanimated as zombies by an insane, oh, uh, wait for it, Nazi scientist who can, who can resurrect and control the dead. Not only can he, not only can he bring the dead back, but in a, in, a, in a power move, this motherfucker can also control them. So ladies and gentlemen, zombie aisle. And we're going for, let me see here, do I got our mute on? Well, our mute's on. We got, this is a beautiful thing about Amazon. So we're watching the small screen, which is always fun. Uh, it's um, the Microsoft service. We'll see if it starts to flicker, which would be awesome as, as it overheats. Always a good time when this thing overheats. Uh, if, if you're wondering if you're watching a shitty B-level film, just wait for that napkin to pop up that says Gravitas Ventura, right. <laughs> and then whatever this is, worldwide multimedia. That, mm. hmm, that first of all, <laughs> what do you guys want to do? I want to be worldwide, bro. Yeah. That's do you want to be worldwide and just print? No, no, yeah. I want to be worldwide. Production company from the Step Brothers movie, worldwide <laughs> something. Yeah, that's it's right. It's about the quality of that. The quality is is always the win there, right? It's like, well, so uh, what do you think we should be? Uh, man, I think we should go worldwide. And I think we should be multimedia. <laughs> I think we should be able to be on phones. I think we should be computers, tablets. All of the medias. All of the medias. Every one of the medias, I want to be on, on all the things, on, on computers, everywhere. And look at, they even get brand new film, yeah. 2017, and they gave us the grainy quality. Yeah, the old grainy 70s look. I wonder what iPhone app that is, because right. you know this was shot with an iPhone. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, how's the script? Bro, fuck the script. We're worldwide multimedia. We shoot with iPhones, and we, and we, we journal a lot. It's all 4K. It's fine. It's a, yeah, yeah. 4K. It's beautiful. Do you remember journaling? Did you did you ever have to journal? I never journaled. I never, I never did, journaled. Never once. Never was my thing. I knew people who journaled, and uh, it became you know did nothing for them. So yeah, it's like journal journaling and pen pals. Yeah, right? it's like who do you write to these days? I don't. It's fucking no. email, and I just it's more for the utilitarian thing, and then we're done. Ooh, the Camp Ranger. Hey, buddy. How high is this Camp Ranger? Right. And Jesus. and who's his inbred buddy back yeah, there? What's with, what's with the, the creeper? One the one hand in the stand. He's like, so, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, the, could you imagine the cast? Can you stand like a like an inbred Captain Morgan? Right. I can. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, imagine Captain Morgan came from a swamp and just uh, do that. Just yeah. do that. High gum line, low <laughs> tiny teeth. All right, and a sheriff that looks like he's been hitting the bull. Hard this hard. morning. Very hard. Just giving this girl shit for journaling, much like we <laughs> were doing. Uh, it's a uh, this the lighting, and I th and no offense to the way they shot this, but with their iPhone, I don't think they opened the aperture quite enough because yeah. she's starting to look like a zombie yeah. right now. <laughs> that dental plan that they gave her. What is the what is fuck? It just went green. What, it just what went green. <laughs> this is not the shitty Microsoft Surface either. I like how the sheriff's like giving her a card. If you run into anything. <laughs> This is a hand handwritten, handwritten business card. Though. That's how you know it's real. I would like to start that. I think that'd be a fun side business. I will handwrite your business cards 25 at a time. They're a dollar a piece, but they're handwritten by me. 
Do you uh, do calligraphy? No. No. Uh, the fancy cursive? No. no. It's going to look just like a, a crazy person just scribbled it with a crayon. That's right. Just left-handed like my daughter just did it. <laughs> How's that, Jay? Go again? Uh, you got it backwards, but don't worry about that. Don't worry That's about what it. makes it quirky. I'll figure it out. <laughs> it's the new business I'm going to give my daughter. It's going to have her just hand-cutting and, and, and handwriting people's business cards. It'll be cute. Hey, who did your business cards? Huh? Fucking more. No, a six-year-old did because I support... Youth labor. Exactly. What are you doing? <laughs> Not that. I believe in empowering the youth. They are our future. They are our future. I like how she just gave that card to the professor. He's like, uh, is it how cold is it there? Right. She's in a sweatshirt. He's in a turtleneck. He's in a turtleneck. And a, and a blazer. Now, probably a smart move if you're going to a zombie island to have as many layers as possible. But they got to fight through the layers. Yeah. Of these two girls, who do you think dies first? The one showing cleavage, uh, or, the or the one? The one that's uh, journaling, she's she's good, so she's gonna live, but the cleavage girl's definitely gonna die. Cleavage girl's gonna die? That water looks clean. Yeah. That looks like some brown water. That's juice. why they have zombies. <laughs> I, when I was uh, away, I was in LA. You wanna talk about zombies? Mm-hmm. Okay. Holy shit, is that John Goodman? It looks just like John Goodman. Is that John Goodman? <laughs> I hope it's John Goodman. There's a part of me that really wants that to be. Oh, oh that's got a hook in. Well, those special effects aren't very special. No. It's like, John, is that Cheers money running out? What's going on, big guy? This guy's puking. Whatever happened to the pipe? People just don't smoke it. Cigars are back in fashion. Yeah, cigars are back, pipes just, I don't know, I think it's, too much to handle. I mean, everyone's vaping nowadays, so everyone's vaping. Yeah. yeah, I need. They need to do a vape pen that that's a pipe, so a it's kind of like you're, you're touching into the old school world. Hey, what do you got there? Is that a pipe? You could have you a wish. Sherlock Holmes looking pipe, but it's just a vape pen. That'd be oh, great. Think, you could I think still you're onto something. Now. You could still skateboard and be cool. Exactly. You know, now that he gets closer, it's just a young, angrier yeah. John Goodman. It's it's it is John Goodman from the seventies yeah, when this got, film took place. He's got the cheeks, so he'll get there one day. He'll get there. I never get on a boat with a guy that wears that captain's hat. No, a little too close to Scientology and yeah, L. Ron Hubbard for me. You're going to die if you get on that boat. You're gonna leave with a weird tattoo, <laughs> and you're gonna think that um, aliens made love to a volcano to right. create us. Not that that's the weirdest religious thing out there. Not at all. Not at all. Just how big is that you're fucking a volcano? It's like, well, what yeah. happened? They dropped. It's like, what the fuck? How, how much money have I given you? So now I'm just in on embarrassment. Like I can't leave now. You've got millions of dollars, and at the end, it's by the way, we're the we're the ejaculation of a volcano. Volcano. Yeah. Well, you know. There's some kind of alien ejaculate from an alien banging a volcano. Yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up. It just seems, <laughs> it seems, I mean, it seems like a weird twist yeah. of all the things you could do, of, of, of all the ideas you have in there. And it's not like L. Ron Hubbard did this religion 2,000 years ago. Right? There's been quite a few cults and religions that have come up through that you think he might have, you know, penned a couple of notes. Right. All right, so... Coming back from the dead's a big one. A lot of religions like that. Okay, I'll have um, omnipotent, all-knowing being uh, telling us to be good, but putting us in the hardest situations possible. Okay, I, and I like the structure, the overarching, the human nature structure that religion and culture and everyone tries to address. And maybe the zombies win on this: is we are born with an innate desire 
to to live and 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 and, and move forward as best you know protect ourselves right it's like how do you make yourself live as long as possible we're in the desire to how do you live how do you move forward but we're also born knowing that we're going to die that the sure. thing we're pushing the hardest to get is the one thing we're not going to achieve right which i mean so then if no matter who you believe in if that person created you it, or that thing or that woman created you is that not then the 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 cruelest thing ever i'm going to give you a desire of something you can't achieve right. whatsoever yeah and then, and then it's like true. and if and if you really want to get kooky i'm going to send someone down and he's going to beat death just to show you how fucking worthless you are <laughs> okay you're so shitty at this i'm going to kill my son and bring him back oh, <laughs> it's a crazy Dude. thing but you know the zombies come back the zombies come back they figured it out if the zombies have figured out one thing they figured out how to beat death very true now when it comes to zombie and zombie movies are you more of the um, man-made uh, like zombie holocaust due to some kind of chemical or biological uh, thing or are you more of the biblical zombie apocalypse fan like what, 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 oh, what I'm, the, I'm the man-made the way that man we made. do stuff you know, I, I, the next zombie movie that needs to come out is right after they figure out how to put implants in our brains. Mm -hmm. Then what we need is we need that zombie movie to come out right. where it's a hybrid of AI and zombie. There you go. You know, um, and then as, as the flesh dies, the AI keeps rebuilding. Right. And it's, and it's yeah. built off of you know, it's, the, the AI is powered by flesh. And it goes after him. Also... I'm a fan of the World War Z. I'm a fan of the fast zombies. That's yeah. That's that's my favorite. I, I like the uh, the fast, scary zombies. Slow zombies always just, just run past them. So I never yeah. understood why people were afraid of those. Just, just keep running. Just keep uh, moving and don't don't, don't get caught yeah. in an area. Don't go near their mouth. Dude. Yeah. Basically, all you have to do on those old slow ones, you know. But the fast ones that can sprint. Because I'm not a runner. I'm I'm not. I I lose. I'm out of breath really fast. So I would die instantly. So uh, that scares the hell out of me. Do you, if zombies. the zombies come after you, the, the running zombies are there, do you just pull back and just show them the nag and go, this is just where you get me? Yeah, pretty much. Or do you try to fight them off or are you just like, you know, I'm just not yeah. good. I also know me and my vices. I'll, I'll just get really drunk and just stupidly open a door and just let them in, you know, and not, 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 you know, <laughs> just be like, woo, having a good time and just, you know, yeah. Just tear it up. Yeah. You're like, hey guys, hey guys, 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 just listen. First of all, you have horrible breath. Yeah. <laughs> you should have a shabooth and a toothbrush. And how come everything else falls apart on the zombies but their teeth? But their teeth, exactly. The first thing that we lose is, is, is humans who are living. Um, they, they keep pretty they much keep, forever. They know, keep the chompers sense. and the gums. Like yeah. this area really... They, they lose all the cheek around it, the lips, but the, the chompers are always still in there. And I, I just don't believe that. Arms deteriorating, yeah. clothes deteriorating, yeah. chompers. No TMJ issues. And I, I just feel like if, if there were zombies, you could just like knock one over and then just run off. Because, you know, how easily would they be able to get back up? You know? so. Yeah, once again, they're not. It's, it's one. Of, and that's why you got to do that. If there's an element of fear, like I even feel if, if a whole bunch of slow zombies thought they had me cornered. It, I really I really believe I would just get away by just running and pushing yeah. and just knock them over like bowling pins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like like the professor here is doing, you know, you just wear lots of layers so they can't yeah. easily bite through you, and then you just, you know, run through them like the, you know, you're running through a cornfield, just you know, just knock everything over and just get through there, you know. Why and not? you can't cover their heads. 
You guys just can't take a shirt off and just throw it over their faces? Exactly. Yeah, that's what I do is just go like get a bunch of uh, road cones and just walk around just sticking them on their heads. <laughs> like, well, I'm going to start. They can't bite anything if their head's covered. <laughs> that's true. That's very yeah. true. Do you want their, the, our, our, our zombie, their zombie aisle, it's a wooded area. Are you much of a, a camper? I used to be when I was younger. Um, I haven't for a, a few years because I work all the time. But um, back in the day, I did a lot. And I love the woods. I love fishing and all that good stuff. So yeah, I was a Boy Scout when I was young. Did all those things. Did all those things. Yeah. Let I make a fire. Yeah. Do you, um, you know, I, I used to camp as, as well when I was a kid. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I, I'm torn whether I take my daughter camping or not. Just because, I mean, I just don't have... Our parents at that day and age, right? You could also just let your kid walk off in the woods, and, sure. you're, and you're like an okay parent. Yeah, not anymore. These yeah. days, <laughs> it's like your kid's ten feet away, and someone's like, "Whose child is this?" Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, you look at the baby. You took them camping. What's wrong with you? Yeah. What? <laughs> Did you lose your job? Are you preparing them for homelessness? You went out and stayed in a tent for fun. What? what? Yeah. But no. what about the next day? What do you mean? Well, how'd you cook food? Well, I started a fire. Oh, did you almost burn the forest down? No, I had a little fire pit. There were some rocks contained. And then, uh, you know, cooked some eggs. We're in the world of, of lamping now where everyone stays in yurts and everything's like made like in your tent as a TV with cable and all that. Oh, I just, yeah. I, I just, when, once the world turned to that, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going, I'm not going to camp just because that's how it is now, you know? Like, uh, I'm, I'm out, right? If, if you camp normal, you look like a weirdo. Like, what, what are you doing? What what does that mean? I, I like how he's picking up. You know what this is? Yeah, it's a dead leaf. No, it's a dead leaf from a tree. No, no, I get it. I don't know why you're touching with tweezers, you fucking weirdo. Well, uh, it could be poison ivy too. I actually I don't know what this is. So there's another professor type guy. Yes, yeah. that's not the same one from before. No, he's got to be the assistant to the professor yeah. that all these bullshit college he's, movies he's have. He's the young hot professor who's gonna live. You think he's gonna live? I think I think he'll live longer. I don't know if he'll actually live, but the that professor is definitely gonna die. Do you think when this professor dies, zombie, real zombie question, when that professor dies, because one or both of them are gonna be yeah. dead. A, does he keep his glasses? I think so. <laughs> you think so? I think if, if you suddenly take away the glasses after he becomes a zombie, the audience just won't know that that's who that is. You know? That's true. You gotta dumb everything down for the people. Does he keep his pipe? Uh, no, but I, if the filmmaker knew what he was doing, uh, she would kill him with that pipe. Ooh, yeah. she, Ooh she, that's she a good thing. She would off the ground and like and jab it in his head and kill him. Why are they removing these sticks so so gingerly from this sign? <laughs> like it's, what, what, what does it say? Well, it's spray painted, so you know it's, it's serious. <laughs> a legitimate company did this. Well, this is supposed to be the 70s, and I guess they didn't have printing back yeah, then. U.S. Army yeah. quarantine? Yeah, that looks, that looks Army grade. No, they do not enter U.S. Army. I like how the experiment's run by a Nazi. Like they're de- they're they're dipping into the conspiracy. Uh, you know, not, I mean, the the real fact of as soon as we you know as soon as we won World War II, us in Russia, they're like, and the bidding starts with German scientist number one at five Deutschmarks. Who's going? And they just took like, well, I think we'd like to uh, do this, the Manhattan Project. Yes. We'd like to talk about aliens, like to talk about all these things. And these guys are like, yeah, that sounds nice, right? No prison? 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can see it being like, you know, uh, on the, the playground picking teams for basketball where it's like the U.S. and the Russians are like, I'll take him. Yep. No, you've already got one rocket scientist. You've got to let us have one too. Come on. Come on. <laughs> what about this guy? Oh, the guy like sewing people together? You can fucking have him. All right? Yeah, you, you can have that one. What about the zombie guy? No one wants the zombie guy? God, listen. I know how this eeny, meeny, miny shit's going to go. I'm going to get stuck with zombie guy. <laughs> Fuck. Ah, uh, we got zombie guy. Just put him on an island somewhere. It'll be fun. Just give him an island and we'll see what he figures out. Or more importantly, does not figure out. Jeez. Hey, easy with it. Hey, then the Me Too move with this camera guy. We get what you're going for there. Yeah. Jeez. Yes. All she of them. has a chest. And they have butts. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, got those 70 butts. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, she's like, I'm going to burn your face off. Ah, bitch. But you know, inside that girl's like, seriously, I'm going to burn your fucking face off. Just slow down. Why is it, do you think that, that you know, ladies are a little meaner to one another when first meeting or hanging out than guys are? I don't know. I've always wondered that. I've, I've always dated the kind of girls that never had a whole lot of girlfriends. They had more, <laughs> more male friends than female mm -hmm. friends because, yeah, I've just noticed that all girls seem to hate each other, always. And... Uh, yeah. And I don't understand how they, they run through that hating process while at the exact same time of running through the hating process. Yeah. <laughs> they are also, uh, you know, girl power, me yeah, too. Right. Like, we got to stick together. <laughs> I mean, not that cunt over there. Look at those fucking jeans. Was she a whore? Right? <laughs> she just, oh, she got shit on. You know, that's good luck. That's a lot of bird poop. It's a lot of bird poop. She's going to have to take that sweater off now. Is uh, that that zombie bird poop? Look at you, you disgusting slut. Well, you turned that bird on. I mean, she's like, what? Oh, do I, have to, do I have to lose my sweater? Yes, Linda, you have to lose your sweater. Yeah, is she, she going to leave that sweater on? Oh, you got to. <laughs> listen, I'm not about her stripping down naked, but take the bird shit sweater off. Yeah, for sure. Off. Take that off. Get that nonsense off. Meanwhile, in another movie altogether. Yeah, meanwhile, there's a girl <laughs> in white on white on white with brown accents, and her hair is not one of those brown accents. Yeah. She is like, did we just turn on East Fashion Week? You kind of did, motherfuckers. You kind of did. But what you. Oh, here comes our oh, first zombie. Wow. Okay, okay, Harry Knuckles. That's a nice little shot. That's a nice thing. shot. Yeah. Then it just zooms back into her, and she, of course, can't hear the weird breathing or the fact that zombies have no idea about how to tiptoe through anything. How did she get all that bird shit off her chest? Now it's just a couple of white speckles. Oh, nope, there it is. Oh, God. Yeah, that needs to go. Burn that sweater. As soon as you have poop on a sweater, you got to burn it. Light it on fire. Oh, She created a little, a little blockage so nobody... She's taking off her sweater or something? It's a sweater. Oh, geez. Well, okay. she, she took more than her sweater off. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess you polka dot. It was the 70s. It was the 70s. You're like, look at this. That, oh, that's wow. a horrible wig. That is not good. I like who's got the camcorder. He's like, so, ladies, I'm going to record you just zipping up your skirt. That's hardcore pornography back then. He's like, yeah, and there she was, and she was using a zipper. <laughs> what, Tom? Fuck you, Tom. Show me the video. Maybe I'll show you the video, but she was using a real zipper. <laughs> huh? Yeah. She had her sweater off. Now the other girl have her sweater off? No, she, they're not lesbians. <laughs> but still, it's pretty amazing. You just leave that sweater there. She's like, what do you think of mine? Yeah, okay. Burr, burr. It's just, how many outfits does this girl pack, by the way? Where did she pull that out of, too? There was, just, there was nothing with them but that composition book. And suddenly there's a different sweater. And a, and a shawl. Where are these other people coming from? I, just, I know, this, it's like this, guy? this group was there, 
and they're like, we're just going to add people. Are you going to introduce him? No. No. No, we're no not context whatsoever. <laughs> just suddenly a guy with the big afro wig is in the woods creeping with the video camera. And I mean a super <laughs> shitty wig. Yeah, super shitty. It's not good. Yeah. It's not a good wig. It's not good at all. No way, shape, or form. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take a short commercial break, and we'll be right back. We're going to finish out Zombie Isle. Oh, hold on. Real before. Listen, we will wait. Short. Okay, hold on. He's found a lady. She's carrying a basket, a tisket, a tasket. She's got a wicker, wicker basket. Nope, she's a zombie. She's got spaghetti face. Uh Uh-oh. What are you going to do, bud? She's not a fast-moving zombie. Or, nope, she's a slow move. She's a kid, though. You, you, do you punch the kid zombie? Oh, look oh, at those no. teeth. Oh, oh, those teeth. Oh, not in my afro. No, he's oh, digging no. his head, hands into a skull. Yeah, These no. are very strong zombies. <laughs> oh, why is, why is he bleeding out the mouth, though? Out the mouth. Well, when you go through the back of the head, it comes straight out of your mouth. Oh, jeez. Yeah. These special, oh, those teeth oh, are, man. oh, those teeth are aggressive. How do those teeth just grow through the lips oh, like that? That's his teeth are normal. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pause on the water. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Woo! Well, so we're back from our break. I know you guys missed us, and uh, we missed you as well. Uh, just had a a little uh, temptation of the old uh, peanut butter whiskey. Ooh, so good. Um, if you kids haven't tried that. Every time you take a shot, Wilford Brimley rolls over in his grave <laughs> and talks about the diabetes yep. that he could be getting. Mm. Diabetes never tastes oh, so good. Fresh stash in my hand, a little whiskey in the belly. I um, these these are the these are the days when I lose weight because like, I, I get up and you know I play basketball on Wednesday nights, so my knees fucking hurt, so I don't go to the gym. But then I'm getting the kid ready. Wife's always out of town on these days. So I'm getting the kid ready. I'm doing all this crazy shit. And every breakfast, I come back, and there's always the honeydew list in my head. I'm like, right. she probably wants the fresh sheets on the bed. You know, she probably <laughs> wants a fresh towel. What's the house clean? She wants the house kind of clean. So then I'm running around, like a sports center on or whatever. You're right. running around, and by the way, the movie's on, folks. In case you wanted to fuck off, we'll get to it. It's not. It, we're not. We're not. We're not, we're not going we're, anywhere. We're not going anywhere. We're not busting out like any Oscar performances that we're no. missing out on. Uh, and so we. Uh, <laughs> You know, and then and then all of a sudden I look down I'm like shit it's ten fifteen. Mm-hmm. I get in the shower, pack up the stuff, get everything done. And I get up here. I'm like, well, I mean, you know, beer for breakfast is fine. It's yeah. late lunch, early yeah. lunch. You know, it's perfect. We're uh, you know, I'm gonna have a little bit of fun and tear it up and but you get that first beer and you know, I, I heard uh, this comic talk. He's like, I can't believe you know people. It, it's gross that people drink in the morning. I'm like well, well, listen, you, you go fuck right off. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that you kind keep of talk. Your hang ups to yourself. That's right. Yeah. Listen, uh, I can drink whenever I want to. We were in, um, we were in, we're in L.A. and I go to this, I, I go to this place first thing in the morning, and that's the weird thing about L.A. versus Austin. Yeah. It's hard to get a cocktail first thing in the morning in L.A. Really? It, they just. They have it on lockdown. They're like, well, actually, you know, I gotta stop by Musso and Frank's at four. Like, we don't open till six. Yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever. And you're running around, you're grabbing lunch. Like, I guess I'll get a beer. And they're like, oh, you have a beer? I'm like, what the fuck is good people? Yeah. Calm down. There's a reason they make fun of you Californians over this stuff. Yes. Come on. Come okay. on. Have a beer in the morning. Come on. Yeah. Newport now beach cities are different, right? Nice. Beach cities, they're just like, hey. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. I've been I've been up at six. Six a.m. You ready for my tie? Let's do this. We uh, we were out, and my uh, my buddy and I we had a little too much fun, uh, and in, in us having a little too much fun, he got a little too crazy. Uh, so I just I packed my bags. I'm like, listen, you're getting a little too out of fucking control, a little too crazy. And he was so out of it and crazy, he didn't even know that I left. Oh, and wow. at two in the morning, my flight wasn't till eight. Mm-hmm. I leave. So I'm. I've taken an acid tab at like 7 p.m., 8 p.m. that night. So it's it's fully kicked in. It's, it's like, yeah. hey, dog, glitter lights. What's that? Move your hand. How dare you? You know, and I'm drinking, and the alcohol has no effect no except effect for it's just fun to have. I get to the airport at like 2.45, and the Southwest people are just coming in. And I'm like, I need to check a bag. I'm kind of just clenching my teeth down. Yeah. I'm profusely sweating in a light gray shirt. So I look. Yeah, you look like you're having a good time. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, Jesus, guys, it hot outside? I'm like, I'm just not, you know, I think I have a little fever or something. I'm like, yeah, okay. Are you feeling okay? I go, no, I feel fine. I just I feel a little warm. They're like, well, let's get you checked in. I'm like, oh, honey, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm just going to get on the plane. Well, your flight's not till 8.15. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah. Well, we need you to wait a little bit before you check in. I'm like, okay. So I just walk over against the wall with my two bags, wrap them around me, hoping no one will steal them unless they steal me. And I fall asleep off and on for like three hours. And it feels like two days. Yeah, yeah. And finally this gal comes over. She goes, hey, you can check in for your flight now. I'm like, oh, fantastic. She goes, you know what? Let me do that for you. So she walks me through it because I'm touching the screen and every time I hit it, it's going, boom, boom. I mean, it's just, I've had nothing to eat since 5 p.m. earlier that night. Right. We get in and I'm walking around. I finally, I get to the gate and I'm like, ah, oh, I'd like to get a coffee. But time is either moving super fast or it's not moving at all. Right. I'm like, oh, there's a line of like six people. That line's too long. I'll never make my right. flight. So I go and I lay, I sit down and go to sleep. All of a sudden, this gal walks by me. I'm like, oh, she kind of looks familiar. How do I know her? And I'm thinking in my, in my tripping brain, how do I know her? So I keep walking by. I'm like, hi. Sorry, I'm just walking. She goes, yeah, hi. I realize she's this famous actress, and she's on the oh, flight wow. coming out here. Yeah, and I've made a great impression. Yeah. Profusely sweating, <laughs> just coming off an acid trip. And I just keep walking by, just sweat. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm Chris Farley for sure. Right, just, right. you know, she's just, and then she gets on my fucking plane. Mm-hmm. So she's on the plane before me, and then I walk by, and you can see, she just sets her purse down like, hey, so you're not sitting here. I'm no, like, yeah, I no. actually don't want to sit there. Like, I want to get in the far back of the plane. Yeah, I want to be away from everyone at that's possible. Yeah. I get to the back of the plane. It's the last two seats. No one's sitting next to me. And these two fucking schleps come back there and they're like, um, I'm like, by all means. And I look and I go, listen, I'm going to probably pass out. If I snore, talk in my sleep, or you need to get by, just tap and wake me up, please. And the gal's like, okay. First thing she does, <laughs> pulls out her Bible and starts reading oh, it. No. And I'm like, this isn't going to help my high at all. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, now I have to talk to you about God stuff. Come on! I mean, come oh, on! Boy. What are you guys? Uh, what are you guys doing in Austin? Do you not trust the pilot? Why? Well, I just say pull the Bible. I'm just curious. Right. I just like to read it. It's a light read. Don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah. it's like that in Doonesbury for me. Right, I'm like, right. <laughs> maybe a little Calvin and Hobbes thrown in there. <laughs> when I'm over all the death and destruction, yeah. I, I like to giggle with the Bible. <laughs> it's just so accommodating. Feel good stuff. Yeah. It's, it, conspiracy theories, they always there's always a tie back to Clintons. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, oh, always. the Clinton body count. And this podcast, there's always a tie back to me making fun of religion at some point in time, which <laughs> then the pastor, because I do go to church and people make fun of me for doing it. I do enjoy it, but I like to enjoy it by calling things out and, right. and challenging things. They're like, we should believe this. I'm like, well, I mean, rich people kind of edited it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> to, to make them feel better about themselves. Exactly. So, yeah. Do we consider the source? Yeah, let's on, let's on. consider the source that we're getting, not the source source that you believe in. Right. The source that we're getting. It's like you put your faith in some source, but my my faith is in the source of the, the human that wrote that stuff, and yeah, I have very little faith in that. So I mean, the King James version. The only reason it's there is because he's like, let's dumb this thing down so everyone can read it. Yeah, just to piss the Pope off. Right. I don't know that I need the dumbed it down right. version. And they're like, and they shouldn't read this book. It's about a lady. You know, those bitches are crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in there that was rewritten and rewritten depending on what was going on at the time. And yeah. it's kind of gotten a little fuzzy, if you ask me. So. A little fuzzy. A little fuzzy. <laughs> oh, shit. They're just eating this lady right against the All tree. Right. Just her leg, too. Oh, he's, he's not losing his pipe. I really need him to become a zombie with that pipe and glasses. <laughs> this is something I, we have to see. Because he's got the teeth for it. Apparently, this, this school class, I was reading up on this during the break on oh, IMDb, <laughs> and they're, they're, uh, they're studying flowers, so I'm assuming that the drunk professor took all of his students out here to uh, look at flowers, and the flowers must be what's causing, uh, has something to do with the, the Nazis and the zombies. <laughs> the Nazis and the zombies. I, I was trying to figure out what, why this is all happening, why zombies are so interested in co-eds, but <laughs> IMDb let me down. But now, do you... As I mean, so you, uh, one, of, one of the gentlemen that works with you, he's successful YouTube, yeah. travels around, d- destination show. Destination show, yes. D- you know, they, they, here's the funny thing. This got made. Yes. Do you, <laughs> I mean. That's, that's why I support him in all of his endeavors. Because <laughs> you see things like this, you, you hear about how Fred Durst has now made like his fourth or fifth movie now or something like that. Um, if this is happening out there, then what the hell are we doing? So, um, you know, we've been trying to trying to help him as much as possible so I tell him that, you know if I can put on a camera and just film you guys or whatever you need me to do uh, we'll do that so you know whenever they do these little trips to Vegas or wherever just to, to do this stuff it's it's a blast and uh, at the end of the day something gets done but we don't know how because it's it's insane it's insane but it gets made and done made. and you've got to wonder right it's like all right hold on if some asshole wrote and let's just say it's five hundred thousand dollars right you give Destination Show the same amount of money yeah. that they did for this film, I've got to assume better content. I feel Just like from the content I've seen. Glenn and Mark and Todd, the guys who make Destination Show, have so much um, going for them that that's, that's all they're lacking is just the capital. You know, So if they just keep doing what they're doing on a shoestring budget, somebody's going to find them and, and you know, they're, they're going to go all the way. Or, you know, yeah. So just got to do it. It's kind of like the, the podcast. You just you just do it. There's a lot of people who could do a podcast. They just don't do it. You, know? you just have to yeah. do it. You just have to have the, the, the nuts to go out there and do it. You do. You have the nuts to go out there and do it. You got to be a little um, aggressive and you gotta, you've got to be willing just to have the fun and not care. I mean, you get the critics. I, I think that's the one thing. People get so worried and fascinated about the critics. Yeah. And they don't. They, they, they don't focus on the people who enjoy it or right. like it, right? I mean, you could go to uh, your Yelp, and I've never seen your Yelp reviews, but no. you'd go to Yelp reviews and you could you could focus on the bad ones, right? You'd be like, right. oh, fuck. Or someone makes a schneid comment in Instagram, and you're like, god damn. Or you're like, but 
I've got all these positive likes. I've got my regulars that come in. And, and it, you know, and I, when, one of my favorite things about this bar and about dive bars in general that I love and what I don't see around here is, you know, if you rate and review us on Yelp, that'd be fantastic. I don't cater to, the, Michael Jackson doesn't comment on YouTube. I mean, Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan yeah. doesn't <laughs> comment on, well, Michael Jackson doesn't either. That would be weird. <laughs> <That'd> be weird. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't comment on you, YouTube videos. True fans and people, unfortunately, they don't comment, they like, or you know what, more importantly, that that heart doesn't the heart doesn't turn on the lights here right right it just doesn't uh it doesn't put beer in the fridge no. showing up does showing up does and doing doing it because you're proud of it because you like it is the number one thing if other people like it too then great yeah but doing it to try to impress people or, or make those people that were going to leave you the bad comments anyway um don't even i i, I try to not even respond to those reviews you yeah know? Like, like i mean you you have to in this day and age, but all in all, I, I could care less. I, I, I wish the Yelps and those kind of things didn't even exist. Um, because yeah, you shouldn't be doing it to appease people. You should be doing it because you, you like doing it. And those who like it also get to go on, along for the ride with you. That's what it's all about. That, that exa it's exactly what it's all about. I mean, I'm glad you said that because it's the people that chase the complainers, one, you empower the complainer. Exactly. And two, instead of complaining, maybe you come in here, you love it. Let's say you don't like, you don't like the music, or you don't like the the show that was on, right? You know, because they didn't have Fox News on for you, whatever right. it may be. <laughs> Guess what? There's 900 other bars in this Absolutely. town. Absolutely. Instead of complaining, go find a bar yeah, and then rave about that bar and yeah. bring your own kind in there and have a good time. Yeah. And just do that. Yeah. We, we always get those those old curmudgeons come in. They're like, oh, he's working tonight. I don't like his music. You should send him home. I'm like, no, you should go find another bar because <laughs> he works here. Like, yeah. he has to be here. He's going to listen to his music, and that's it. If you don't like it, like you said, there's 9,000 other bars out there, most of which will probably be either have a jukebox or someone who will change the music for you. But we're not going to be that place to keep your grumpy ass here. Oh, yeah. and I will. And I hear those people complain. I was at uh, down in... Um, uh, my neck of the woods. There's a bar called Vincent's, right? Well, you're down south, you know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I go into Vincent's. Well, they've got the Jukebox Hero app. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, huh? <laughs> and this guy was like, I don't like any of this music. And then I don't know some table was playing some music, and we were in there, and when my neighbors and I were like, Oh, you don't like this music? He's like, Nah, bullshit. And I wish they'd just play the game. And I go, Well, I don't think anyone's playing the game. It's got the game volume down, so we can enjoy the game and enjoy music. Right and have conversation exactly it's kind of the three things you want in a bar right he's like nah bullshit i just I want to hear the game i go well they've got this app called tune in and you can actually do that and you can listen to the game right. uh, uh, fuck i'm like okay that's your attitude hang on champ first thing huey lewis in the news yeah he's like huh second thing belinda carla you can suck a bag of dick sir this is only going downhill from here okay i am i pulled up shitties 70s 80s right. music just like the most the catchiest the tunes yeah. just the catchy that it's stuck in your head yeah. and i started and we started playing those and this bartender walks by and he goes is that you and i go yeah it's me and him and him uh we downloaded the app we each put 20 bucks on and i'm here to Fuck this place up. And he looked at me and he's just like, please, let's have some fun. I go, anything uh, special you want to hear? Right. He, goes, he goes, I don't know. I go, you know what I like about you? 
He goes, what? I go, nothing compares to you. And he goes, no. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I play it. And I, I pay the extra $2. And I play uh-huh. it next. Yeah, and, this, and it comes on. And people are like, nothing. And it's just, people are losing their minds. And yes, it's shitty music. But in a bar at 11 o'clock at night, yeah. it's no longer shitty music. It's fun. Except for that one asshole. Yeah. who's like, I just want to hear the game. You're like, then go fucking somewhere else go, and hear the game. Go, go home. home. Go home, exactly. And that, that's the thing. Your laundry list of demands, yeah. guess what it all spells out to me? Home. Yeah, you need to be at your house. You can play the you can play the TV as loud as you want. No one will disrupt you. You won't hear any other songs. It's fine. Just yeah. go home. Just, just go, go home. home. In fact, you'll probably drink cheaper there. Just go home. I'm going to tip this guy well. He's going to keep bringing me cocktails. We're going to have a great time. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to order some crazy food and just goof off. That's what we're going to do. So I'm sorry if you're not going to do that or talking too loud so you can't just watch the game because evidently my volume of music and and tone is interrupting your fucking eyeballs. Stop. Yeah, go home. And then we, and, and towards the end of the night, we had a group of like 10 of us around us. They're buying us shots. Yeah. Like, what are those? You pick a song. Come on. Yeah. Pick a song that we can all sing. You know, Eddie Rabbit. And the whole bar singing. And this guy's like, are you guys going to come back? I'm like, <laughs> not for a while. I usually drink for free at my house. Right. Our wives are gone with our kids. It's the only reason we're here. <laughs> like, you want to start sending an Uber down? You want to treat me like a rock star? Listen, I'll go. come. We'll you, you got, we got we to gotta figure that out. Be a new game night DJ just just to piss off these assholes that come oh, in. You know? <laughs> we went in, you know, and it was funny. We went into the and, and overstimulation where the and we walked into uh, the pluckers down there, right? Which is the lowest performing pluckers of all the pluckers in the I, nation. I would assume, yeah. It's, and it's, it's also it's, the lowest rating on Yelp. It's got like wow, one and a half stars because wow. they are horrible. They are horrible. So that's impressive if you're the lowest of of what's already the low. Yeah, you're like that's, that's pretty good. Of shit wings, yeah. of all the shit wings, and in the shit wing category, of the leader of the shit wing category, you're at the bottom of the shit wing category. And we walk in and we just go sit down. Like I'm sorry, you need a reservation for this table. You know, I thought it was open seating in the bar. They're like it is. I go, is this not part of the bar? It is. So there's open seating in the bar. Yep. Okay, we're gonna sit down. Just not this seat. Not this one. I'm like, all right, we'll sit there. Not that one either. I'm like, why don't you tell me what you mean by the bar section? Right. Like, only the chairs directly touching the bar are the bar section. So the bar section is only the bar top, but not the tables around not the a, bar top. Even though the there's bar. a wall right. that separates they the restaurant. They don't know how restaurants work. <laughs> like, we're so confused with what you're telling us. And so we got to go no. back and forth a little bit. We finally sit down. My buddy's wings come out. And they were a little cold. And I'm like, dude, I've learned a couple of things in life. You don't eat medium rare chicken. No. You just no. don't. <laughs> and then, and if, the, if, the, if it's kind of cold, you want wings hot and, and fully cooked. Yeah. So I would send those back. And so this gal comes out, and I ordered a sandwich, and I cut it in half. I'm like, hey, no offense, the sandwich inside is cool to the touch. It's chicken. It's kind of a thing. It's like that and pork. Probably not good. Yeah. Probably not good. Yeah. And my fries are kind of cool. And this manager comes over. I don't know where he's got the bodies buried, but he's got bodies buried. I mean, this motherfucker, he's got a bowl cut, and he just, and not that the haircut's bad, but it's super terrifying. And one eye is just darting in. He's like, is there a problem? I go, I wouldn't say there's a problem as much as I like my food hot, and this food's kind of cold. And he goes, I'll be right back. I'm going to fix this. He just turns in, grabs another basket of fries. I watch him and walks right back out and goes, here you go, go. 
These are also cold. I don't want you to waste any food on me. Someone likes your cold fries because yeah. you keep serving them. Keep serving them. And he's like, like I, I don't know what I think about that tone. I go, <laughs> sir, you've literally delivered me two baskets of fries that are cold, and you you seem that those are exceptional for your brand. Yeah. So someone here likes that. I'm just not, I'm not one of that them. one. Yeah. So let's just cancel the order. You guys, I don't even care if I pay for it. I'm going to tip this person well. She's a nice bartender, yeah. but you know, probably not going to have me back. Well, what can I do to win you back? Well, one, <laughs> uh, you, no, no. Uh, two. I mean, if you really want to win me back, it's I need a free beer card. Yeah. This lets me come in here and just you know have the beer that I, when I want it for free for a month. Yeah, and just warm up to you guys. Yeah. Like, well, that's not what we can do. Like so, then you're not really serious about winning me back. Right. Well, I am, but. I go, so what does corporate ask you for you to win me back? Because I will give you a $5 gift card. Ooh, I'm like, well, the Uber ride here is 11. Yeah. So once again, I'm just gonna go hard fast. <laughs> just gotta let it all go. I'm good. But what, you know, there are plenty of guys that love Pluckers. They love it. They love they it. They love Those it. Places are always, I mean, other than that location, other than that location. always packed. And I'm just like, I always look inside there and think, you know, do that many people know how bad the diarrhea they're about to have, you know, is that maybe why they go there? Well, the, the, the soccer mom's like, who wants to lose some weight? Right. To have a Xanax, a white wine, and 10 chicken wings. And, and I, I hear those places do a lot of like kids eat free kind of things, which also just kind of, it's a magnet for, for people with, you know, way too many kids they don't want to watch. So they'll just like focus on the game while these kids are just running amok all over the place. Kids are sticky, so they're already, it's already a dirty place, but they're just like, touching everything, making everything even stickier and gross. <laughs> and I have a kid. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I was at a Torchy's, my, my kid's little Sunday school class. Like, we're going to go eat at Torchy's. Would you bring Harper? I'm like, I will. I'll stay there. And the kids are running around like crazy in, the, in that Torchy's. Pardon me. Big, huge Torchy's running around, going crazy. And I love Torchy's. Love them to death. So I, I get my little uh, taco and a beer and because I'm at the church group, so I order my beer. I just want to let them know where I stand on everything. Yeah. Oh, you got a Diet Coke? I got a fucking beer. I'm yeah. an adult, and I can have a beer with my taco, because I'm an adult. And these kids are out, outside of the fenced area, in the lawn area, close to slaughter, running around, yeah. and my daughter is sitting right next to me, eating her taco. And this lady goes, I'm just, your kid's so chill. I go, she's not chill. She is crawling out of her skin, she knows if she wants to be in public with me and those kids want to come back here and color or do something productive at the table and be quiet, they can join my daughter. Not my daughter can join them. They can join my daughter. That's great. And they're just like, I wish my kids did that. I'm like, they can. Like, nah, they're just, they're crazy. I was like, no. That's your fault. That's your fault. That's totally your fault. That's you, man. You know, you are... You've created the monster. Yeah. I just I just don't let that shit flop. Mm -hmm. yeah. I look at it and I'm like, you know, uh, what's going on? Hell no. I mean, my kid looks at me, she goes, Dad, a little more drink, please? Or a little more drink? And I was like, what did you say to me? She's like, sorry. Hey, Dad, can I please have a little more drink? I'm still thirsty. I'm like, yeah, now you can. Yeah, you and these people at the table are just like, oh, uh, you make her? I'm like, do I make her say please? Yes. Yeah. And thank you. Yeah. We walked in, a guy held the door up, and I go, Harper, what do you say? She goes, thank you. And the guy was like, oh, I go, thank you, sir, appreciate you. 
and he just stared. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, are you okay?" He's like, "Sorry, it's just your kid said thank you." Thank like, you. Yeah, yeah. So that's, how, that's what they're supposed to do. That's what they're. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is her job in life is to respect <laughs> you until you disrespect her, and then guess what? I freak out, not her. Right. <laughs> that's how it should be. Um, yeah, my dad raised us to be that way, and we even way back, you know, early '80s, my parents were always praised for that same thing. They're like, my gosh, your, your children are just sitting there quiet and they say thank you and please. My dad was like, yeah, yeah. they're supposed to do. <laughs> this so, is actually their job at this point in time in and, life. And they were like, what, do you just beat the tar out of them? If they, no, no he did not. You just, like, you just teach them how to respect themselves and people around them. It's not that difficult, so it's sad. It's crazy, it's, it's sad, crazy. but it's, it's, crazy it's crazy. We were, um, we, we live in a, a beautiful cul-de-sac. My daughter is not the youngest, but she's like the third youngest kid, and there's some older kids, a couple, couple grades older. And um, so we have a pool, so sometimes they come over and play. But the older girls, and I get it, I'm not mad at these older girls, they don't really want to play with a six-year-old, right? Sure, yeah. And she's trying to play with them, and but they're trying to do their own thing, and they don't realize they're in my house, at my pool, Playing with my kid. Playing with my kid. So they were, they were kind of, you know, they were trying to decide if they were going to leave because they didn't want to play with Harper. Right. But they didn't, so they're doing secrets. Makes my daughter cry. It's happened a couple of times. And I just walk over to my neighbors and I go, listen, you guys, you know, I, I like, I don't even think Keith guys coming in. Uh-oh. You, you're going to join the podcast? Yeah. You can come in. Podcast. Is it unlocked? <laughs> Here, hold on. Ah. There you go. There you go. Come on, grab a mic. Sit down. <laughs> Oh we're uh, we're reviewing Zombie Isle and, and talking shit about kids. Shit about kids. Benny Keith is in the house. Woo. Benny Keith, uh, get close to the mic here. What uh, what are your uh, what are your top beverages that uh, Jason Dick's not drinking right now? Um, he does brown, I guess, right? So you did. So yeah, he's blood man. Yeah, he's blood man. You guys are. What, what do you guys do? Real ale. Real ale. Uh, uh, Sierra Nevada, Lagunitas. Okay. Uh, local beers, Adelbergs. Uh, we got Odell out of Colorado. We've got a lot Ooh. of good beers. Yeah. The two hearts. Well, that's, is that that's one of the best. Two hearted ale. Yeah. Ooh, that's from Bell's. Yeah. That's that's one of the. Now, what do you think about? I believe the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> the zombies. They are going to come, and it's probably going to start with White Claw. Preferably yeah. <laughs> not one of your beverages. <laughs> I don't want to offend him. Like, God damn it, that's my beverage! Which is just Zima in a can. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, it is. It's, it, they, just, they, put, they actually just put the Jolly Rancher in there. From when we were kids, and we just had to do that manually. You had to go buy two things. White Claw just kind of got done under one umbrella. What, um, we're coming into October. We've got Oktoberfest coming up. we got foot, college football. What, uh... People do. Some people do sober October. I've done it once. It was a horrible. It's a. It's the worst month to do. To do uh, uh, sober. The best beers in the world, in my humble opinion, kind of come out around October, November. What are? Uh, can you give us some insight? What are some beers that uh, that, that you think uh, or that you're, you're looking forward to coming out? Well, we've already gone through most of the Oktoberfest. Shut uh, up! Yeah. God damn it! It's so not even two weeks they, into they, September. They, they, that's when they start. It's always or way early. I mean, I, we're doing our Oktoberfest, you know, this coming weekend. Yeah, Maybe next year, early. Benny Keith wants to sponsor. You know, just give us some beer and <laughs> did nine thousand meals last year to the food bank. It's not terrible. Not terrible. Cocktails for everybody. Um, 
So you're almost you're almost out of your stuff. And what do you what are you planning now? What's what's your next beer evolution that's coming up? Christmas beers, uh, porters are all coming out too. I mean, we have beer around porters, but Grail has their coffee porter. Sierra is going to be having their celebration for as a Christmas beer. Uh, yeah. One of the best beers of all time, best. right? Absolutely. I mean, exactly. Yeah, it's great. I've always found that most of those Christmas beers just taste like somebody dropped a bunch of potpourri into into the batch, you know. Uh, but Sierra, they know how to do it. It's it's always just subtle and good. Always. Now, how long have you been in the beer business? Uh, year and a half. Year and a half. Yep. Young. Yep. See, yep. twenty uh, twenty four, almost twenty five years ago, I uh, sold the uh, first can of Steel Reserve. <laughs> People in the podcast are like, no, no, brag about that oh, again. Brag, yeah. brag, about, brag about running good, around good South Central. You. Good for you. <laughs> Was it White Claw, you fucker? Um, we did that, uh, which Miller bought. Um, we uh, St. Ives Flavors, I used to sell that as well. Big in South Central, which I mean, listen, when you're a chubby white kid running around at midnight, the one thing we used to do, I, you might appreciate, so I'd go to a store and be like, hey, take this beer. And they're like, no, sorry, I don't want that shit in here. I'm like, okay. And then that night, I would park four or five blocks away in my uh, green Ford Taurus station wagon. I'd pop the back end open, and I would have coolers full of Steel Reserve tall boys. <laughs> and I'd say, hey, if you, uh, if you go to that store and bring back a Steel Reserve, unopened can of Steel Reserve from that store, and I can watch you walk out with it, I'll give you this cooler full of 50 steel reserves. But okay. They'd go down, ask for it. Guy be like, sorry, we're out. We don't have it. Sorry, sorry. He'd come in like, man, they don't have it. They're like, here's three beers. Have a good night. Well, then he'd go around and tell his buddies. His buddies would come over and say, hey, man, can I try that? I'm like, you can try it. So I'd have a hundred people go in and ask me <laughs> this beer. The next morning, this guy calls me. He's like, uh, so, um, uh, I'd like to get a couple cases of that. I'm like, sorry, I'm sold out. And mind you, I have a warehouse full of this shit because it was 8.1%. Yeah, no yeah. one's, I mean, back in the day, this is 20, 24 years ago, no one's touching this stuff, right? 6% was, woo! And I said, no, sorry. And I'd go do it again the next night. And I'd go do it for like three or four nights in a row. And then finally, the guy's like, listen, however much you need me, what can I get? I go, we just got a new order in. And I can get you some. You got to sell them at 99 cents. He's like, pre-sticker them. It's fine. Whatever. I'm going to give you three rows. And this guy would buy like half a U-Haul trailer of this shit. <laughs> and I'd be like, next door. And here we go. And my boss would just be like, I'll understand your waves. Because it's like nothing, nothing, nothing. You sell half a semi. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Half a semi. Nothing. He's like, your bonuses are going to be so fucked up. And I was like, that's fine. Nice. That's, that's awesome. Strategy. That's yeah. smart. That's very it was smart. pretty fun. Look at these teeth; they're a little more natural. So, uh, the the zombie apocalypse. Are you are you worried about the zombie apocalypse in any way, shape, or form? No, not at all. Not not at all. No. I mean, I'm a little worried. <laughs> not gonna lie. I, I think. Not, by the way, I, I'm not worried of the zombie apocalypse and the fact that there's an old man with a walking cane fucking up zombies. Right. I mean, this is this is where <laughs> zombies are. This is where they kind of show their weakness. Uh, <laughs> Oh, she's. Oh, is this our blonde zombie? Oh, it's our blonde yeah. zombie. Oh, weird. She's added more color, which I do like. Yeah. 
And then we got our... So it's the flowers that are making them zombies? I, I, that's what I read, but... I'm I mean, I'm going to use this to not get my wife flowers for our anniversary. <laughs> I, honey, I just don't want you to be a zombie. Right. I got you a card. I'm pretty sure the Nazis are on islands doing something with the flowers to make zombies. Yeah, and whoever this guy is, I mean, he, uh, look at it, he's just like, listen, I'm pretty sure... Well, he's got to be our Nazi. Everyone in this movie wears a fucking sweater. How cold is the coldest island anyone's ever been to? It's the sunniest, coldest <laughs> island of all time, with moss growing everywhere. Moss everywhere. Absolutely. Very just, swampy, cold island. He's like, you just lay your head back, pretty lady. There you go. There's my little zombie. Look at that. Oh, oh, he's got his. He's doing a lot of stuff to these zombies. A lot of work going on. He doesn't even look German. That's the problem. He looks. Um, unfortunately, that guy looks too happy to be German. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, they're just they're not they're not a bunch of jokesters. That's for sure. A bunch of a bunch of there's not a lot of tomfoolery happening in Germany. <laughs> like paper, toilet papering houses and 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 ding dong ditching at any point in time. <laughs> that is oh I just we really what we're really waiting for is the professor who's wearing glasses with a with a turtleneck sweater. And and a blazer and a pipe. We we really want him to become a zombie really only because see him become a zombie. I need him to be wearing the glasses with the pipe, with the mangled face, yeah. being like, well, that would be probably pretty good. <laughs> uh, this girl walking through the sea of zombies. First of all, you is she a zombie? She She's a zombie. A zombie. As well. I was gonna yeah. say otherwise you gotta run a little faster. <laughs> Fuck, I know they're slow, but good lord. This is bullshit. Do you need yeah, to take care of an order? Let me get an order. Yeah, no, you take right care. Back. You take care of that booze. I'm gonna keep rambling on about some stuff here. Benny Geek's gonna be like, I guess what? We're not sponsoring this podcast. I can tell you that right now. There's enough of this nonsense going on. So, folks, in the world of zombies, there is instant. You know, we we talked about this a bit. First of all, these co-eds have great teeth. Uh, the other zombies did not have good teeth. So you have to assume that. In the zombie world, the uh, the teeth grow a little bit, but in the growth of the teeth, unfortunately, what doesn't happen is well, the growth of anything else good, at all. So now here's your question, party people: if you're sitting at home and you're listening, you're excited about what's happening today. You have to ask yourself the the million dollar question, which is, when um, when on a zombie island run by Nazis, a how do you get off and and b how do you protect yourself i mean they, you know you you have to understand that you're you're putting yourself in in a game of chess and checkers where, you, where you've got someone and and then and the nazis are the uh, chess pieces and you're the checker piece because they get to you know they're controlled by someone oh shit! hold on hard pause guess what our professor's turning zombie he is turning fucking zombie. Yes, he is. Are you fucking kidding me? He's turning zombie. What is he trying to do? He burnt a stick for two seconds? He's going to put it in an open wound? Dude, that's just going to get you poison oak. You dumb bastard. That leg is fucked two ways to Tuesday. Our professor has officially become a zombie. So now we are down to Red Sweater, Tits McGee, our professor, and oh, they think she's blown him. But that's just weird. That you know, that's stolen from airplane. And 
The professor's missing some teeth. Good lord. Now these two girls think it's downtown and deep throat action. And it's really not. She's just trying to uh, fix the leg. Oh, I'm so glad we're all on the same page. But the professor need his needs, needs his leg fixed. Keep poking at it for sure. With a straw. Fucking weirdos. This is why you never let someone without a medical degree actually uh, spend any time in or around who you are and your parts. Okay? If you've got an injury, the first thing you want to do is you want to go to a hospital. And there's lots of good reasons for that. One is professionals. Two, pain meds. If you're at the Oxycontin Express, pain meds. You gotta get your you gotta get your pain med cocktail on. This asshole, he brought a bottle of, he had a flask and now he has a bottle of booze? Jesus, man. I mean, listen, you think, I drink a lot. I don't drink. Oh, he's just going to pour that booze into his open sores. I think that blood is a zombie call. I think this is why there's more female zombies than male zombies. And it has everything to do with the period. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna save that for from Matt producer Matt when he comes back. But seriously, that is um, that's got to be something you have to think about. Hey, have a good one, brother. Appreciate you. Take care. Have fun, Matt. I, I got I got I got a theory here. Okay. As Benny Keith leaves. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the, the old joke in Anchorman was is that you know you can't have women around because uh, they're, they're, the period attracts bears. Yes. We know that zombies are attracted to blood. Well, you I think guess. there are more female zombies than male zombies because of the period? Wow, that's a good question. I good just thought question. it was good. Let's get scientific. Now it all once again, <laughs> you're like to, it's actually not science. What, what is your um, when it comes to zombie apocalypse movies? There are the ones that are just straight up flesh eating zombies, and yep. then there's the movies where they're going straight for the brains. Yeah, and they do. You know, I find that women are typically a little smarter than us men, so yep. maybe that's why there's more uh, female zombies, because of that, or... Um, I would um, say in the flesh-eating world, the uh, the female zombies are alive and well, because it's just it's all for one, Yeah, and and a girl will cut another girl to get ahead. Mm, this is very true. The brain one, I think you got more surviving females, because they're smart. They're smart. And strategically, they will figure out a way to subtly get along until a zombie gets too close and they're going to trip a bitch. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be like, well, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, but guess what? You weren't that pretty anyways. That's why you always um, you always have the slower perk people in your in your group that, have they, to. you know, you just throw them, to the, throw them to the zombies and you run. You have to. Uh, you got to find the slow defense. person. <laughs> you have one slow friend and then you got to figure it out and then you got to make another slow friend. Absolutely. Like, okay, you just surround like, yourself with slower and uh, clumsy your people and you just you know always stay a couple feet ahead a couple feet ahead it, you know in the it, it's like being single with a group of friends if you can't pick out the unattractive friend that is you know saving you from going home with god knows what right. then that's your job exactly. then you're that unattractive you're, you're friend that one, yeah. you got to make new friends <laughs> figure out how to be the attractive one we like walk in like well i mean i could probably fuck him he's attractive now his friends I mean, I guess we can take them home underneath the bridge that they live at, <laughs> you know, with the, the, the zombies that they're gently making love to. But seriously, uh, do you think they had that good of hair coloring back in the 70s? This girl's got three really or four tones. I don't think they did that back then. That, I don't think they did it either. Yeah, that's a very uh, modern thing to do. Uh, they got the professor 
down. He's in all those like hurt tones. Lots yeah. of uh oh. Uh, well, see, he's uh, he's got the hurt leg. I'm, I'm I really have to believe that he is uh, he's going to become a zombie. Yeah. yeah. And I'm praying he is. He's got the pipe. The glasses are still on. He's he's, he's tired. This is I will say this. Um, a very deliverance feel to yeah. this. Uh, you know, I mean, they've uh, they've really uh, they've really taken some some stereotypes from Deliverance, uh, and then and then from some good zombie films like, you know, the Dawn of the Dead, yeah. where it's they've got the aggressive, fast zombies that are that are going after stuff. I don't know where they got the marshmallows. Now, the, the the problem with this film is is that randomly just new shit appears. Right, right. The professor hurt his leg, and all of a sudden he pulls out a bottle of whiskey. He was just sipping on a flask yeah. earlier. Now he's got a bottle. Is it a whole bottle? Where did no, the bottle come from? Where did the bottle come from? Yeah. They've started a fire, which that's fine. When the girl got the bird poop on her earlier, she just suddenly had a whole new wardrobe. A whole um, new wardrobe. Out of nowhere. He's got a map to get them off the island. That caught on fire, so he just sets it in the fire. Right. And now they have marshmallows. And, you know, listen, I don't do a lot of camping, but there's not a big marshmallow tree out there no, that allows that for happen. that to happen. <laughs> Just doesn't. What, what would you say your favorite uh, campfire snacks would be whenever you do go camping? Ooh, see, I am, um, if I'm going campfire snacks, I love the old Jiffy, the the, the popcorn. Popcorn, yeah. The, the, the tinfoil top. Absolutely. And it, it, I think that's just fun. Yeah. Not necessarily something I want to eat, but I like making it. The, the process of making it is the, always better. Yeah. The process is fun. You know, a lot of people do s'mores. I will actually put a banana in the skin, cut it open down the center, Ooh. put chocolate in there, pour whiskey in there, oh, and nice. then wrap it up in tin foil and set it in the coals for like five minutes. And then you've got this gooey, boozy goodness. That sounds so you amazing. Cut, you kind of open it up, right? It's like it's a banana's like a, foster. A banana's kind of... foster with whiskey. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah. go camping with you. <laughs> that's one of my, that's my go-to. Because cause you get it out and it's like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. And you set it down and you open it up and it's already got the slit and the skin holds it all in. Right. And the chocolate is just melted. The banana's all fucked up and melted. But then that booze hits. Yeah, it's that booze. Because if you're doing just straight s'mores, they're, they're going to be a, a hassle, like melty and sticky and a mess. Yeah. But you add booze to that and there's no problem. Like, yeah, oh, booze to yeah, it and the banana skin. The, the banana skin create, stops all the mess. And then if you like a little textural change, then you just take graham crackers, you crunch them up, and you sprinkle you them go. on top. And you got a little crunch, so you got a little texture change in the mouth, so you're not like, oh, this is all mushy. You got the pop from the booze. This You get the right chocolate, so there's a smoothness to it. And then the banana has got that natural kind of grain to it a little right. bit, right? Uh, and, and, and that works out really well. That's brilliant. That's my, that's my go-to that's snack. It. That's a great one. I'm gonna have to try that next time. What's your What's your go-to when you when you're uh, camping away? Honestly, I'm usually just on so many mushrooms that I don't uh, eat anything. You know, oh. <laughs> I just don't have an appetite. So mushrooms uh, do that, right? They do that. They'll and do if that. you try to force it down, I'm like, get out. Yeah, I, I don't do that sort of thing often, but when I do, I'm always camping, and it just seems to go hand in hand. So I'm fine with it. Um, but yeah, I don't really do a lot of, uh, a lot of eating after that. Just kind of just go get lost and, um, and it's been years, but we always had a buddy who lived out in the woods and he, his, uh, the thing is to go get lost, very lost out in the woods. 
but we always followed his cat. His cat would always venture out with us, and as long as you kept an eye on the cat, the cat would eventually go back home. So oh, you nice. go on this night long adventure, just walking through the woods, and then finally there's the house again. And uh, it was always the best time ever. Like, oh, that sounds, yeah, see, no, that's good. Great. So always, always keep an eye on the cat. Always keep an eye on the cat. Bring a cat with you. That's, exactly. Always have you know, a cat. The dog's just going to lick your face. Exactly. The dog's just, <laughs> just going to be more lost. Uh, but we yeah. should go over here next. Is that towards home? Huh? Like, I saw a squirrel. Sure that's a gateway to hell. Ooh, yeah. Let's go try that. But a squirrel no, went no, in there. No. <laughs> the cat's like, I need to shit. Yeah. And I like to shit in someone's house. Exactly. So we're going to go I, over here. I, I only shit in that box, and my food's near that box, so I'm going to those things again. So get the rest right of back at it. You can go get killed by predators or whatever. Um, and that was the other thing we loved doing is uh, whoever the weakest of our group was, we would convince them that the predator, you know, from the movie, the predator was out in the woods, like stalking us. Oh. And just that fear you could give to somebody who's got a head full of, of mushrooms is just, a, it's the best thing ever. It's a treat. So. Well, it becomes the, did you hear that? Yeah. Well, you're yeah, what? Exactly. Did you hear? Fuck, oh, dude, I think it's here. And you always do it mid-sentence. Like, you know. You know, you do that sort of thing a lot, yeah. and it really gets in their head, and it's great. I had come back, <laughs> and I brought a, a bunch of edibles back from um, California, IA, and <clears throat> I don't have a, a good meter. Mm-hmm. She's like, just have a piece of chocolate. I was like, I bought a chocolate bar. Yeah. <laughs> it was the last time this fat kid was like, oh, a little bite. Just a little bite. Yeah, I'm eating the whole bar. Eating the whole bar. <laughs> so I had like half a bar. Come back from basketball, I have half a bar. And then I realize that I'm not going to eat a shit ton of food and drink 20 beers because right. my knees hurt. Like, I'll just have half a bar of this and a uh, big glass of water. I lay down. It's about midnight. I'm falling asleep. And I hear something. I'm like, oh, the fuck is going <laughs> My daughter walks in. She gets real close to me and she smiles. She goes, can I join you? And I was like, oh, fucking terrified. Whoa, whoa, no. I was just like, hey. Yeah, no, you're going to want to lay down. It's a king size bed, so way over there. Yeah, you can just, just go get that corner down there. Here, here. Corner with the two pillows. I'm going to turn this documentary off on the rainforest. Right. I'm going to try to wipe that image of you smiling out of my face. <laughs> high as balls. And I don't like where that took me. No. And then the ice machine cracks. I'm like, Jesus, yeah, who's breaking in? And then, I gotta, and then I'm up three. I'm fucking stone. And I'm relocking all the doors. So I relock the doors. The dog hears if he sleeps on the patio. He's like, rrr, rrr. I'm like, look, fucking dog, see something? It's just, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. You know, it's, it's weird because shrooms don't give me the paranoia. No. Acid doesn't. Acid just sits around too long. It does. And like you were saying earlier, it's the time thing that gets me with, with acid. It will be, you know, 10 o'clock at one moment and then like 30 minutes later, it's 8 p.m. It, like, it, time went backwards. Somehow, yeah. You know, and that'll happen all night long where like time just becomes this irrelevant thing that just flips around on you and you've seen the moon like go down and come back up like multiple times throughout the night and I don't know how that works but it's just something with acid you just you sign up for it yeah. we, I mean I got I walked us into this secret bar above this pizzeria called 800 degrees like oh go back by the bathrooms you're gonna see some stairs you're gonna walk up those stairs we walk up and this crazy bar and there's 
there's all these weird, it was just, it was super weird. Of course, we're on acid. That doesn't help. And we get in there, and then my buddy goes, let's go to the body shop. And I'm like, what's the body shop? And his girlfriend's like, motherfucker. And I'm like, what's the body shop? It was the strip club. And I was like, I don't really do strip clubs because I don't understand. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, I'm going to see everything I can't touch. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, it's a dumb process. He's like, I'm going to pay. So we get there. He's like, I don't have any cash. I'm like, fuck, I have cash. So I pay our our money to get in. And the girl's like, it's a two drink minimum. I'm like, I will have a beer and a beer. She goes, we only serve soda. I was like, God, are you fucking hell? Uh, do you have diet Sprite? And she's like, we have Coca-Cola, we have root beer, <coughs> we have Dr. Pepper. And I was like, do you have sparkling water? Because that's not on the list. Like, like two Coca-Colas is fine. And I, you know, acid, just suck them right down. Yeah. And then now I'm hyper and my whole body's tingling and I'm watching this girl just throw her body around. <laughs> And I'm on such this weird heightened sense. And then my buddy's just like hanging out and he we're in a strip club and he's he's you know with his girlfriend and, like, and his girlfriend likes the ladies, like we could probably fuck her tonight. <laughs> and I'm just like, Can we get out of here? Like, this is yeah. too weird. It's sensory overload, it's too yeah, weird for it's me. Too and much, too and much. people keep walking by asking me for like time and money. Yeah. And it's just too much. It's too much. So we go to another bar and this guy is kinda like staring at my buddy's girlfriend and He's on ass and he's like, dude, I don't like this. And I go, we're fine. The bartender, I recognized him from the UFC. He was oh, wow. he was there helping his buddy out because one of the bartenders didn't show up. He's making his shoulders. I just looked at him, I go, UF. He goes, shh. And I'm like, but I mean all of us, we could be pretzels at any time. Yeah. And he goes, not you, man, you're cool. I'm you're like, cool. I'm like, I ain't that cool. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. <laughs> he goes, will you give me a warning before <laughs> yeah. I go to Pretzelville? And he goes, dude, you're not going to go to Pretzelville. I'm like, I really feel like I'm going to say something dumb. I'm going to say something. Yeah. <laughs> you say this now, but you just wait. <laughs> I don't know. You, you don't know me. And listen, I have a podcast that my kid's going to listen to one day and go, uh, not my dad. Yeah. <laughs> 100% not my dad. Did I tell you what my dad got me for my birthday? Yeah. He got me 23 and me. Oh, wow. Which is like the nicest way to say you're a dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Hey, uh, son. Yeah, yeah my, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're white, and uh, my parents did that, and basically we just got, uh, you know, they, they let us know that, yeah, you're white. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we really learned from so, that. Uh, well, you came from that white. part of Europe, and, you know, now you know for sure. Like, you just right. get the envelope back and it says white privilege. Yeah. Oh, great. It's like, okay, cool. Any yeah. more depth? I already knew that. How much did you spend on this? Oh. Like, okay, cool. And he keeps asking me, he goes, have you done it yet? And I'm like, no. Because I have an idea of where I want to be from that explains my copious amounts of drinking. Right, and, right. And I'm, like, I'm Irish and English. I'm going to find out I'm none of those things. Right. I'm going to find out I'm Italian and can't get a tan. You know how pissed I'm going to be? Right. I'm going to be mad. <laughs> or if I find out I'm fucking Russian, I'm going to well, be super pissed. That we did find out for sure. I knew I knew we were German back back in the day. That's where we kind of came from. I found out I was a drug descendant of the Brothers Grimm. Who wrote all those, those awesome yeah. stories, you know? And uh, But that was my main thing was I just wanted to make sure that we got out of Germany before all the bad stuff started happening. <laughs> yeah, we, weren't, we weren't those Germans, were we? And they were like, no, you were not. It's like, all right, cool. It's, it's all, all the 23 and me. Yeah. You were one of those right. Germans. It's just like, it's, you were one of the 
tolerant, loving Germans who just made beer and, and got monks drunk. You're like, I'm in. Like, you were good. You, y'all snuck out before the, the real bad stuff happened. It's, just like, it's like they cool. get the, are we the dumb Polish or the smart Polish? Exactly. Well, I'll tell you what, you weren't the Polish that went after Nazi tanks with sticks, if that's what you're yeah. asking. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. So that's, that's one of those things. It'd be like, you know, if you found out your family came up in the southern states of early America, it's like, were we one of those oh, families? God. And, you know, there's nothing you can do if you were. It wasn't you. You didn't do that just because your ancestors did. But still, it's just better to know that you were it's, you Yeah, know? it's better. It's like, better. I, I found out when I was a kid growing up, and I never took great pride in this, and it got darker as I got older. But my great-grandfather was a grand wizard in the Ku Klux Klan. See, yeah, exactly. It's and like, it's just like, oh. oh, well, I don't... And it's my mom's side of the family. I don't talk to my mom. So I was like, well, there's a reason I right. disassociated yeah, There's a reason we separated, you know. We distanced ourselves from that part. Yeah, but I remember visiting him, and I was like, oh, how are you guys? He was like, we, we, we chased a black teacher out of town the other day, and I was like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta and go. I'm seven. <laughs> and I'm like, this is too much for me. Yeah. And then my mom marries a guy who's dark-skinned, and my grandfather shows up to uh, the wedding, yeah. and that's nice. That's what you want. And he wouldn't walk her down the aisle. But then he called me into the room of the house that he's staying, and it's paid for by the man my mom's marrying. Right. Like, Can you help me? I'm looking for my hood, and I can't find it in here. Oh, <laughs> oh. He's just like, uh, I mean, I know we're in Northwest Montana yeah. now. We're not in Georgia. <laughs> Still. But... <laughs> Even I'm still. I was uncomfortable at seven about this. Yeah. I'm more uncomfortable at seventeen yeah, about this. For sure. For what sure. the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And then my mom made homemade vanilla pudding, and I guess she burnt it a little bit. And they made some comment. They're like, "Oh, the pudding's burnt," but I mean, who probably liked it that one? Oh god. And I was just. Oh, god. And these people. It's awful. They're they're horrible because they just they're dim-witted horrible fucks, mm-hmm. and they and, and but. They come at you and they're like, huh? Why Why are you so disappointed? My wife's family, she doesn't listen to this podcast. They, they hear one F word and they bounce because they're yeah. super religious. <laughs> but they also, sometimes they, they're hanging out. They think it's deplorable that I drink beer. They're like, that's an alcoholic drink. Mm-hmm. They'll make moonshine yeah. and they'll drink that that's their okay. own. That's yeah, okay because the government hasn't touched it. <laughs> but I, you know, I bring a six pack of beer over and they're just like, uh, we don't allow beer in this house. Go to the, you know, it's a dry county or there's yeah. a damp one around it. There's all this bullshit. We go to a Mexican restaurant, they're having chicken wings and a strawberry daiquiri going, this is Mexican. Good job, yeah. you guys. <laughs> and we were watching, uh, the Duke was playing somebody last time I was out there. And they, you know, they come out and some guy, playing, they're playing the game. Some, some one of the guys sitting in the living room drops an end bomb. I look at my wife. I go, so we can go. Or we can stay, but I'm going to go watch the game with them. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, well, back it up. <laughs> She's just like, where's the kid? Where's the kid? <laughs> well, you know, Harper's tired. They're like, it's 430. Like, we like to put her to bed early on Tuesday yeah, night. She's had a big day. It's had time a to go. Big go. day. <laughs> Kids like, I'm wide awake. I'm like, you need to who's your dad? No. She goes, Who makes the rules? She goes, you? you? I'm like tired. Tired. <laughs> play tired. I'm gonna take you for fucking ice cream. Play tired. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you just cuss at your kid? Did I cuss at my kid? You just dropped Four end bombs yeah. over here. Yeah, come on. I don't want to hear about me cussing at yeah. my kid. Uh, Fuck's wrong with you? Uh, yeah. He is psychopaths. So then I finally I made a rule. I said, listen, I will come, I will hang out, but I'm going to bring a 24 pack of beer. 
And every time you guys, I'm gonna, yep. and we're gonna have a little fun. Yeah. And here's the other thing. I'm gonna wake up the next morning and feel fantastic. Uh-huh. Kick open your door at 7 a.m. and piss all over your bed. <laughs> and I got, you know, we, we do watch our language. Yeah. Like, you guys, come on, man. Yeah. Should have already been watching it. You should have been watching it a long time come ago. On. There's kids it's around. Terrible. terrible. It's terrible. It really is. It, yeah. Those are the things that, listen, you have your, I'm, I, I can't change some 50 or 60 year old guy's way of thinking yeah. And, yeah. And, and his word usage. I can't. Yeah. But at the same token, you also you need to be the person that goes, "Oh, there's kids around. Maybe I'm not a cunt today." Yeah, maybe. Yeah. maybe just for one day. Just, just for just, one day. Just, you know, turn it down a little bit. You just, know. Yeah, just yeah. try a little effort to, to to break the mold. Is our professor I like how he touches all the girls? He, he's very touchy. That, that would not fly in this day and age. No, I mean even in the seventies, the, these girls are very empowered for the seventies ladies, because most of the time they're they're kind of embracing that. Do you uh here? Oh, look at this! You got the old guy who's, who's fucking people up with his walker, who's walking faster than anybody else with his cane. He's faster with his cane. Than he's everyone. faster, and they're. Once again, the, the, the lighting and the shooting of this is... Now, that's one thing they did get on par with other 70s features is that they would like try to make something look like it was nighttime by putting a filter on the lens. Yeah. So you could still see, like, the, a, you know, very dark shadow everyone's being, you know, creating from the moon, I guess. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that was a... Is he speaking, do you think, as a German, as a Nazi scientist, do you think he's speaking to his zombies in German? Right. Almost like the attack dog. Right. Schleck Schleck Lieglagen! Strudel! And the dog's like, yeah, I'll fuck him up. That sounds good. Yeah, and then the, the zombie's like, eh, I'm gonna get out of here. The Nazis only make, like, Aryan zombies, you know? Cause well, well, that was a black zombie they right there. kill it, too, you know? Oh, he, so should, he killed he, the black zombie. So maybe there, there's a master race for zombies, too, that I, I just don't understand Nazis. No, there's just, there's not a lot to understand. Yeah. And he, once again, he doesn't look like a Nazi. No, not that no, Nazis no. have a look, but they do. <laughs> they definitely do. Not all Nazis have that look, but only Nazis have that but, look. Yeah. <laughs> not all Germans have that right. look, but all Nazi Germans have that look. Yeah. Are they burying the dead? These zombies. Yeah. Whoa, are those your teeth? Oh, gummy oh, worms? Totally gummy worms. They, those they are. just shove gummy worms through their, their face. What is he digging up? Is it a friend? I don't think these are zombies. I think these are just meth heads. Now that makes yeah, more sense. Because that's that's why they would be good at digging and you know searching for things. Finding their friends. Yeah, finding their friends. How yeah. dead could he? You know, the, the meth people they just take shit apart. Like how dead could this guy be? Right. Let's wake him up. No, you just take him apart, put him back together. You can make him work. Slap any paint, uh, you know, coat of paint on him, and be fine. We're fine, my bro. Come on, bro. Bro, come on. We got this. <laughs> Did you, have you seen that, um, there's a documentary, I was talking to a friend about this, about falling forward. You have those, you, you, you see those people and even the um, the most horrible things that happen to them, they fall forward into success. So there's the amazing Jonathan, the stand-up right, comic. Yeah, sure. Documentaries about him. One thing you learn about the amazing Jonathan the documentary is, A, he smokes a lot of meth. Uh, okay. Every day he smokes meth. Wow. He's got a heart condition. Wow. He's supposed to be dead already, yeah, but every day he smokes meth. Wow. Yeah. Yet yeah, he's a very successful comic. Yeah. Millions and millions of dollars. Right. Successful comic. 
he's got a documentary crew following him around, and they bump into not one, not two, not three, but four other documentary crews that he's also hired to follow him around <laughs> as they're shooting this documentary. <laughs> this guy's a severe dick. Wow. One of the documentary crews, he goes, hey, by the way, this crew, Academy Award winning, blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, uh, Jonathan, I don't think, he's like, shut the fuck up. These guys won Academy Awards, you guys haven't. Their, their documentary's gonna go out first. They find out that this crew actually is not associated with the Academy Award winning documentarian that's won all these Academy Awards. Now, your movie's done. You've, you've caught him smoking meth. He's still successful. He's had a heart condition. It's supposed to kill him in three months. He's been alive for four more years. And in shooting your documentary, which you had an exclusive on, there's four others with an exclusive as well. <laughs> and he's also told you that these people that are lying to him are going to put their film out first right. before before your film. Hi, come on in. You're fine. It's Ruby. She works here. Hi, Ruby. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. And in all of that, then you find out that this they don't have the acclaim that they have. Right. So what does this first guy do that's making the film? He flies to London to find the guy that John, the amazing Jonathan was talking about, tells him everything that's happened yeah. and how Jonathan's been lied to and then goes, will you come on and be my executive producer as an Academy Award winning documentarian? Right. To fit the and narrative. The guy, to fit the narrative created. that this wow. other guy created. He said yes. This motherfucker <laughs> then flies back to California or Nevada, wherever this yeah. guy's at, and he goes, Hey, I just want to let you know, you know, these guys lied. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are we talking? Blah, blah, blah. He goes, well, I actually got the guy on. He's our executive producer. Now you have a film about your life created by an Academy. What's it? Falling forward into roses every time yeah, he fucking time. trips. And why do you need the approval of a fucking magician meth head? Right. You just need to look and go, this dumb motherfucker over here got, keeps getting lied to, and every time he gets lied, he just smokes a bowl wow. of meth and pulls razor blades out of his goddamn mouth. Yeah. He's an idiot. They're idiots. I can't believe I've made this documentary, and this is the only dumb thing that's happened to yeah. me. And instead, he goes and gets his fucking approval. And then you see him wheeling around in his wheelchair, and he's just like, uh, you know, remember I told you about the Academy Award? Well, we got it. God. And just bragging about it. Not that, hey, this guy saved my ass, so I'm not yeah. embarrassed. This guy yeah. did this, so I'm not embarrassed. This happened like, here, so I'm not yeah. embarrassed. He's an ultimate piece of shit. Yeah, sure. Meth-smoking piece of shit. Mm. And all he does is fall forward into success. Wow. And, and yeah. at the, trying his hardest to fail, he's like, I mean, he's can't like, do it. You, are, you know how hard you have to try to fail when you're like, let's smoke meth. Yeah. I mean, at some wow. point, right, his wife's still around, he still has good teeth, yeah. he calls it his vitamin C. You only do it like three times a day. You only do it three times a day? Three. Oh my God. A lot of people have coffee that and much. You, you look at a, an actor like Tom Sizemore that went the opposite direction and was in movies with, like, he was in Saving Private Ryan and yeah. all these, like, Tarantino movies and all this, you know, heat, um, A-list, and, like, within a couple years, just... Nothing. Nothing. All the meds he did. He's like, he did not fall forward. (laughs) Tom, Tom, no offense. You're always welcome on the podcast, Tom. Uh, But no, you didn't fall forward, Tom. In fact, you kind of fell backwards. Yeah. And by kind of fell backwards, I mean, you tripped and the Grand Canyon's not deep enough for him. (laughs) You and Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Mickey Rourke did The Wrestler and I was like, what happened to his face? Is that, oh, that's just bad plastic Uh, surgery. yeah. Yeah, lots of it. And still a great actor, yeah. but it's weird that he likes lap dogs. Right. 
I don't know if he can fuck you up or not. I know he has a professional boxer at some right. point in time. Yeah, at some point. But now I don't know if he'd be, you know, I think he'd be too wobbly. I think I think you could always get the upper hand on him and, you know, he's just like, you know, dodge him and run away or something. Yeah. I don't, I don't think. I don't want to hit him. I'm just assuming that when he, he throws the punch. on me, I'm sure it would, it would probably knock me out, but uh, I don't think he could actually land me, you know. I think yeah. I, I could dart away too fast, you know. I'm pretty sure I can see him getting geared up and pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, big fella. Yeah. Oh, he'd be scary as hell. So I He's wouldn't want to test that. terrifying to look at. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a nightmare. That would be an acid nightmare waking up to a smiling oh, Mickey Rourke next to your uh, bed. <laughs> Can I join you? So, you, who are the. I mean, you look at Hollywood. I think Mickey Rourke's probably top three worst people to do acid with, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, Mickey Rourke, because of his face. No offense. His no face offense. and the stories he's going to tell. Yeah. Are, are going to make a zombie apocalypse <laughs> seem like this skipping through the fucking yeah, park. Like, Let's have some fun. Where? Anywhere but here. Anywhere but here. <laughs> so we have, we got Mickey Rourke. Who are? Who do you think the other two? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. put on a lark here. I think it'd be awful. I think it'd be horrible to go on acid with Tom Cruise. That would be too intense. Yeah, that'd be way too intense. He's too intense as a person. And we bring it all the way full circle back to Scientology that we we're talking sure. about. I think that, that that cult has empowered him so much that he, he doesn't fear death anymore. And I think being on an acid trip with him, somebody who, who because of his, his affiliation, just he does his own stunts. He's, he's you know, it's yeah. crazy. And uh, I think he would take you down a road you wouldn't want to go down on acid. But he'd be like, all right, we're going to go jump off this building. You know, he, he really I've done would. it four times I've, in I've this other movie. Yeah, this is nothing. Gotta run. It's nothing. Push. He's going to push. You can jump. We're going to run real fast. And like, and, and he would probably land it, but you would die, you know, yeah. because you'd be in a head full of eyes. And like, okay, Tom Cruise says it's okay. All right. And he yeah. would giggle. The maniacal laugh. I was reading the other day that uh, Christian Bale based his character in American Psycho off of an interview he saw of Tom Cruise on David Letterman one night. He said that he, he had the most, uh, he was so happy, his demeanor, um, but his eyes were so dead. <laughs> and oh. I said, oh, I could, I could see that. I could totally see that, especially after re-watching American Psycho. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Tom Cruise. Tom you're Cruise. missing religion. That's so no, you just do not do acid with that man. No. Never. No. So you got Tom Cruise. You got Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Um, Is there one other person? I mean, I mean, somebody that would just be a, a, a horrible handful that I wouldn't want to deal with is, is someone, you know, one of those notorious drugged out celebrities like Andy Dick or somebody like that. Well, Andy Dick's just going to try to fuck you the whole exactly. time. Exactly. I would, I would just be running for my Stop. life the whole time. Yeah. Just, just like, like Andy. constantly slapping a hand away. Like, <laughs> yeah. Andy, no. No Andy. No Andy. Uh, I mean, I think it's a toss up between Andy and Dr. Phil. There you go. As just, <laughs> well, buddy, I don't like how I'm seeing this. You know, Dr. Phil? Complaint jar's full, in case yeah. you're wondering. It's fucking full. <laughs> you know what's not full? The compliments jar or the let's talk about weird shit jar. Now, now three people we want to have acid with. I think number one, because it'd be fun, Joe Rogan. That'd be a lot of fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Also freak you out, but it'd be a fun freak out. Yeah. Because you're with someone who's freaked out with you. Yeah. Like, I don't believe Tom Cruise knows he freaks people out. <laughs> he thinks he's being nice. He just thinks he's being happy. And, he's, uh, a, he's the concierge of, of, of Scientology, and it's like, right. no, I'm good. Yeah. So we got Joe Rogan. Who else you got? Who else? What are you thinking? Uh, I would say I would say somebody like, oh man, Jeff Bridges. 
He'd be a, a load of fun. Uh, I'd hang out with that fun. guy. I think it would just be great. Good? Yeah. Like that? I'd hang out with him. Um, who else? Third one. You know, let's let's bring a lady in here so yeah. it's just not... Yeah. Uh, Ruby here, just I don't want to offend her. <laughs> she starts throwing stuff at us. Yeah, she gets real touchy. Um, <laughs> white male privilege. The better one to do acid with a lady. Uh, let's see which. Uh, um, you know who I'd want to do it with? It'd be her last acid trip, but I'd do it with her, Betty White. There you go. Betty White would be <laughs> I a do. Whole lot of fun. I think Betty. Um, she's literally older than sliced bread. Yeah, seriously, she would be great, and I bet she's done uh, quite a bit of it in her day. I, oh, it I would hope so. Me if she did, um, somebody like. Uh, Someone like Helen Mirren or Dame Judi Dench, that would be a really oh. neat one. Like that would be like doing doing acid with your grandma, you know, almost because they've yes. got this kind of like elder British, like they're very uh, conservative, and you know, you just like that'd be, that'd Dame, be so Dame Judi Dench. Dame Judi Dench. Oh, it's a great call. Dropping acid with Dame Judi oh. Dench. What'd you do on Friday? <laughs> Something you wouldn't fucking believe. Yeah, no one would believe you. And, no. and, and then you know you, you would you would walk you know past Dame Judi Dench on the street and just give each other that nod like yeah. It's a little nod, a little <laughs> wink. Don't need to do anything else. You, you know what I'm talking about, Dame Judi Dench. Oh, a hundred percent. Now in a zombie apocalypse, who uh, who's on who's on your team? Who's your go team? Uh, as far as celebrities, yeah, like you got three celebrities, oh, and you're gonna man. start. You're gonna hang out here in the bar. You're gonna protect yourselves. I would, I would definitely go with one of those uh, Survivor guy show guys. You know, somebody mm-hmm. that can teach you how to drink your own pee the right way and all that kind of stuff. Sure, that that would be solid. Um, I need. I would need one person like that. I would. Uh, so let's just say Bear Grylls. Let's get. Let's sure. get that oh, yeah, guy I like down. Bear Grylls. Nice. Let's get him. Um, then I would need somebody funny. Um, I, I want a comedian, somebody, you know, David Cross or somebody like that, just to uh, be able to tell stories and keep the, the everyone's well, spirits a little levity. lifted, you know, <laughs> and, um, hmm, let's see, who else would I want on my side? Um, I would, I would want a, a strong female lead also for that, so, hmm, who would I choose? No, as far as celebrities, I would, I would have to go with, you know, one of my old school, like, horror I- icons, you know. Let's do, like, a kick-ass lady like Sigourney Weaver or something. Oh, nice. Kick-ass, kill monsters, you know. Sweet. Somebody, um, and a, you know, but at the end of the day, my, my end-all be-all in any kind of monster situation is Bruce Campbell from Evil Dead. He's, my, He's the best. My ultimate He's hero, awesome. So, yeah. So, so I've got so you you named one main one of mine Bruce Campbell yeah, gotta have him gotta have and then I'm gonna add in Jesse Mae Palusa because she's a zombie fanatic yeah, yeah. and so she could he she or Bruce be like I've seen this in a movie this is right. how we're getting out right? I know how to do this I know how to do this I know how to get out there's a and then and then my third one I, got, I mean I'm gonna go Rogan again yeah, because Rogan. he can shoot the bow and arrow he can cook meat he can teach you how to fight you he know, can teach you how to fight exactly that, you know. and, and you can trade some really cool conspiracy stories about that's stuff. right about how the zombies got yeah, here exactly you, you would already know how all that works so yeah that's a great one go let's do that we got, so we, we got our three now where do you think the zombie apocalypse starts I think it starts like in LA, New York. I think it starts in Indiana, Des Moines. Mm. 
No, I think it would be one of the big major cities. Major, well, there, we've already kind of got them in LA. Like yeah, last time exactly. I, was, I saw a lady showering on the side of the street. Yeah, I think the, it would start in, a, in like LA and the homeless population. I think that's yep. where it's going to hit. Fifth that, Street. That and the, uh, the the hospitals are going to be ground zero, and then it's just going to spread from there. So I think rural America is going to be the last place to get hit. It's almost like Red Dawn. Yeah, exactly. You would want to be up in the mountains in Colorado for as long as you could get, you know. So oh, watch out for zombies. Zombies are much climbers, so I think if you just get like elevation on them, yeah. you're probably cool. I think gravity would just do the work for you as they you know they would trip and fall down. I would say two places are safe in the zombie apocalypse. One, the SSS breakfast tacos. Breakfast tacos. Yeah. Right? You're out there on, you're out there on the water there. I don't <laughs> think they're boat. good swimmers. I don't think so. I think you know they, they might float, but you can see them and get away pretty easily. Yeah, you know? just turn the yeah. turn it on, yeah. paddle past paddle them. Away. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just get it done. <laughs> Hopefully there's not zombie sharks. Right. We have Sharknado. The fact there's not zombie sharks is yeah. kind of a weird thing. Yeah. There might be that. If there's that movie out there, Shades email me. Talking during movies podcast at gmail.com. Sure the next one is a, uh, it's a tornado full of zombies. With the next Tornado one. full of zombies? Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. Hey, Dorothy, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Fucking zombie land. Hang on, hang on to your boot scooting boogie there, kiddo. So, listen, as uh, the bar is opening up, the movie is closing down, our non-German, I mean, he looks like a farmer from Iowa, our yeah, non-German German scientist who's, who's, who's going to, God knows what, he's, oh, are you trying to do a dotted line across her head, sir, with with a Q-tip? It's like a Q-tip with, uh, with like, just some ink on it? <laughs> and he's got a zombie assistant? This is such a weird movie. Yeah. There's uh, nothing about this. And, and all the technology in the background is not 70s friendly. No. At all, it's just. <laughs> but it's weird that he's got a he's got a zombie assistant. She's like, "What are you gonna do? Take another tab of acid, and I'm gonna saw your 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 whole head open." It's just gonna happen. They're really committed to this like aged film stock look. The whole movie has the, had this grain to it. The whole movie not, not work at all. They're not gonna let it go. <laughs> so in the in the in this world, as the bar is opening up and you've got patrons coming in, and we're gonna saw a lady's head open to really wrap this thing up. One. I think that one of the times we were doing a zombie film in here, we talked about this being a great location because there's cocktails. Right. And I always think it's funny. Like, somebody's like, oh, I'm going to get in Costco. And I'm like, great. But there's so many points of entry and yeah. it's just too big. And everyone else is going for the Costco's. Like, yeah. You're going to be fighting away everyone trying to get there, you know? Got to go to a bar, folks. Yeah. There's one thing we've learned. It's, go, listen, go to a bar. Because if you are going to die or get attacked, at least be drunk and happy. At least be there. drunk. Grab, I mean, this is the time when you grab all your drugs and you get with your booze and you get with your buddies. Yeah. You have a good time. Yeah. Some people call that giving up. I call that playing like a champion. Yeah, it's going out on top. You're going to go is. out anyway. Do you want to do it with a drink in your hand or, you know, some rednecks oh. gun? Yeah, God, that brain is wide open. Woo. Not a lot of blood, um, a lot of hair. Yeah. He's pretty willy nilly with his tool. Of what he wants to do. I don't do. think he's got the uh, surgeon's touch. I don't think they really uh, no. found somebody who... And, and look, he's just moving the, the light around. Kind of light they would use in the operating room either. No, this is... This, this, is, this, is, this is crazy. <laughs> and he's... And the girl... I don't know if she's just got a dog collar on. This is just... It's, zombie... If you look, Folks, you learn one thing about Zombie Alley. You learn not to rent it. This is yes. why we... Sometimes this is why we do this fun stuff. You see something great. And I will say, and I want to apologize when I read the opening... I really thought we were going to see some boobs in this film, and uh, we, we didn't get to, and that's okay. 
Listen, um, you can go um, go check out. Oh, it's just that's not how the brain comes that's out. Not actually, how brains work. That's not how they work. God damn, it's not even remotely how brains work. Oh, wow. I mean, someone call the Surgeon General on this one. Goodness gracious. So party people, we're, uh, we are 97 minutes into this. Uh, you guys suffered through a 45 minute break. You didn't even know that happened. Uh, Jason Dick, the king of affluence, couldn't make it today. Matt, you just, you jumped right in. The, you know, um, Stash, our friends at Independence, they're, uh, well, I'm gonna put this out tomorrow. So they are doing our, uh, our Oktoberfest barbecue, which I hope you're gonna make. Absolutely. Uh, we'll have some fun. Did I give you the address and all that? Not yet. I'll, I'll email it to you as soon as we get Absolutely. done. Uh, we're going to do that. They're uh, they're giving us 12 cases of native Texan. Good people at Independence. Good people we at Independence. Them. We support them. We, we support them as much as we can. Because <laughs> we can drink. They are uh, they're, they're an old standard here in Austin, yeah, Texas. Uh, folks, email us. Get back at us on social on who you think your zombie apocalypse celebrity wins and losses are. And uh, yeah, there we are, folks. So now is your favorite time of the podcast. It's the very end. When you get to listen to my daughter sing about the first time she took a shit. Thank you very much. Good night.